This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. The Blitz is broadcasting in HD on your FM dial. Turn your HD-equipped radio to 106.9 KHDT HD2. All right, we're not going to waste any time. We've got to get right to it because we've got a guest here in just a few seconds. Then we've got another guest, Dr. Christopher Crane from Tulsa Bone, and joined at 145. Jeff Haxton, play-by-play voice of Texas Tech at 2 o'clock. Steve McGeehee, who was in the building last night at Crypto to see LeBron pass Kareem as he was there covering the Thunder coming up at 2.15 and a lot of other things in between. Uh, but I would like to welcome in a, uh, a gentleman, and I do mean gentleman, Brian Montanati, who's the head coach over at Owasso for uh, men's basketball, joining us now here on the Blitz 1170. What's up, Brian? How are you today, man? What's going on, man? I'm good. Trying to survive a little cold because the weather won't make up its mind what it wants to do. But No, it will not. Other than that, pretty good. <laughs> All right, so I have to ask you, um, were you tuned in to the Grammys on Sunday night when you saw the 50, 50 years of hip-hop? No. Okay. All right. No. All right. I live watching the Grammys. No. Okay. All right. I just uh, I just wanted to double check because I know that you're you're a fan of the old school hip hop. So I just wanted to ask. I, you. I am a fan of old school hip hop, and we play it frequently in practice. Okay. So we'll probably have it on today, but uh, no, I I wasn't watching the Grammys. Okay. All right. I'll have to find the clip and send it to you because I have some. I, I need to hear some of your thoughts on uh, some of the performances. Yeah. And by the way, as a fan of old school hip hop. I'm telling you, Melly Mel still looks like he could bench press a house, which is incredible with uh, <laughs> considering how old that he is and how yoked that Melly Mel is. It's absolutely phenomenal. All right, I brought you on for a reason. I know you have an item that you want to bring up as well, but I need to get your thoughts. Someone that has lived basketball your entire life, when you see some of the outrage and some of the comments and then from a scenario that played out last night in a 4-2 to two basketball game, it continues to bring up the question about why no shot clock here in the state of Oklahoma? And, I, I mean, I, I've got my thoughts and opinions on it, but I would love to hear someone that lives the sport day in, day out on a scenario that played out like this. Well, I mean, when we saw the score, I mean, we, we all kind of just shook our heads in disbelief. Um, you know, I'm like, what are we doing with the game of basketball in high school in the state of Oklahoma? You know, we're trying to advance it. and. Here's the thing, man. We got some really good high school basketball players that are going to be playing at a high level uh, on the collegiate uh, floor. So um, even with Weatherford, I mean, C.J. Nixon, I believe he's got an offer with Kansas. Um, yeah. You know, could you imagine Bill Phelps sitting in the in that watching that game? Uh, you know, and, and that's that's what it gets back to. We've we've got to do better, man. We've got to be better at all fronts. Um, you know, adding the shot clock changes so much not from a strategic side, uh, not only from a strategic side, but also from a development standpoint, you know, you've really got to, 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 to develop kids. And, you know, um, there's so many different ways that the shot clock enhances the game, you know, from a standpoint of running offenses, I think the game would be a lot faster where you'd score more points. Um, but also you'd see a better brand of basketball, you know, and it, it's just like, we're, we're living in the stone age 
when it comes to high school basketball in the state of Oklahoma, and it's time that some people wake up, man, and, and pay attention to what's going on. So, and I'm glad that you said that and stated it that way because uh, in an interview I did earlier today, my thought was I think we view basketball a lot of the same way that we view things such as, you know, um, just because we've done it this way forever doesn't mean that it's the correct way. It, you can evolve with the sport, and I, I know that there's a financial element of it that is – in play here when it comes to the smaller schools, but I still, in my humble opinion, think you're doing more damage to the sport. It's you're not doing, you're not doing any, any sort of service to your players. You're not doing a service to your fans. There's no service to the parents that go and watch that in the off instances that they happen sponsors that are inside the gym. I think you're doing more damage by just keeping it a certain way because you've done it that way forever. That has never made sense to me at all. Um, You're spot on. You know, I think we look at, you know, basketball is, you know, we're going to get it. You, it's something to do for three months in the wintertime. Um, you know, we'll get it over quick so we can get out to baseball or on the track or start talking about spring football. Um, you know, it's, it's just a shame that that you're seeing some of the stuff go on that you're seeing go on right now, um, not just with the shot clock, but with our with our playoff rankings too. It's just it's a mockery, man. Um, you know, and, I, and I'll talk a little bit about that for a second. You know, we – Rankings, final rankings came out on Monday, and they had the Boston Rams at number four. Um, you know, which we were we were pleasantly surprised by. We didn't we didn't anticipate as a coaching staff us being that high, um, but our kids are on a roll, and and the coaches are the ones who do all the ranking and voting and everything else for for this to take place. But then, 24 hours later, you know there was a recalculate in the vote. <laughs> And they've got the Rams flip flop with Booker T. Washington, and there's really no explanation to what happened besides a, comp- a computer glitch, uh, you know, in the system that they've been using for the past, I don't know, 15, 20 years. That there's never been a change from the last ranking that's been put in at four o'clock to the next day. So, you know, it's 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 unfortunate because you, we still have four games to play. You know, we're already talking about seeding for playoffs, you know, and then when you throw in the factor of a shot clock, it's just like we've got everything backwards here uh, with uh, with high school basketball in the state of Oklahoma. What was your (laughs) I have a feeling what your reaction was when you asked, hey, man, what happened here? Was it just the oh, sorry, we had a glitch. Is that the response that you got back? Pretty much. Yeah, we had a IT problem with working on it, a recalculation by hand, uh, had the votes tallied a little bit different. And we still, you know, and, and we we have an idea of of what happened. Um, but it, and here's the thing, man. It's like voting is all subjective, right? It's mm-hmm. all opinionated. You know? yes. so, so, and I'll give you a little bit of a scenario with us, right? So we, we, we unfortunately lost a game last week uh, because of the weather, right? So last week was the last week where rankings had an effect on your playoff seating, right? So all the important – you had to get all those games in, you know, to have to, – to enhance your possibility of hosting or moving up in, in, in the rankings. Well, unfortunately, we didn't get the opportunity to play Booker T on Tuesday. And then they were rescheduled for Thursday with Sand Springs. Um, you know, and Friday they had Union. And then Saturday, you know, they didn't want to play three games in a row. Um, which I could understand or whatever, but like at the same time, we play state tournament games or three games. We play in tournaments that are three games. So whatever it is, you know, uh, the week went on. Uh, school got canceled again Thursday. Uh, you know, they got the game against Union on Friday, and then, you know, we were hoping to get over there and play Saturday, 
um, you know, just kind of like in a back-to-back because this game was so important for us both to get in to see if we could jump up in the rankings. And, and unfortunately, it didn't, it didn't happen, you know, and, and, and it didn't happen and um, we didn't get to play. And, you know, and, and then the coaches put in the rankings. Our last game before rankings went in was against Jinx. Uh, we were on a roll. We won eight games in a row. And, you know, we were hoping to get a sixth seed. You know, and, it, and lo and behold, Monday at 4 o'clock came out and we were sitting at the four spot. And, you know, we were elated and the kids were all excited and everybody was high-fiving and, and, and feeling good about themselves. And then 24 hours later, there was a, there was a recount in the vote. And, and that got taken away from our kids, you know. And there's no explanation why of what really happened other than a computer glitch and, 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 and you know, votes got changed and, and everything else. But when you look at it, it's all subjective with coaches have an opinion on each team, right? Some coaches have a high opinion on us and some coaches have a low opinion on us. I mean, you can't really just throw out a vote because that coach voted a certain way. That's the way I feel about it. Um, but here nor there, you know, we, we've got to pull up our bootstraps and, and move on and get ready to play a tough Bixby game on Team on Friday. Yeah, it's not like that uh, BTW game wouldn't have mattered or anything, right, Coach? I mean, pretty oh, yeah, pre- it was huge, pre- pretty significant. I mean, very, very right. significant. So how do you handle that as a coach now, right? Is that motivation well, from you? Like, what's your approach oh, yeah, with your yeah, team yeah. now? Yeah, so so our guys yesterday, you know, everybody started catching wind. And, Pop, this happened probably an hour before we played Union, right? And we've got a really young ball club. I mean, we start two freshmen. We play three freshmen. Uh, play a lot of guys um, that are that are underclassmen, and they were all asking me like, you know, why would this happen? Why would this happen? We don't we, we don't know, you know. So we we rallied together, you know. We we just told them like, hey, we get an opportunity to play, um, you know. That's the most important thing. As long as we get keep getting an opportunity to play, and you guys handle your business, your play will do the talking. Um, but it but it sucks, man. I mean, it it really does, you know, for the kids and and for the system that that we're in because. Um, you know, like the shot clock deal, you know, and, and then this whole playoff ranking system thing is just a, it's, it's a mockery to high school basketball. So we're going to use it fuel to our fire. Um, you know, the kids are we, we've got a really good group of kids. They're very coachable. Um, they're hungry. They're learning. They're not afraid to play anybody. We play a really tough schedule. So I feel like uh, hopefully with our schedule and, and what we went through this year is facing adversity will will strengthen us. Uh, at the right time and and get an opportunity to play for a regional championship over at BTW. I think there are things that I don't understand in general just about scheduling um, to even start the season with some of the some of the scenarios that they they put you guys in in terms of like district play early on and everything else. It's it's wild to me, especially when you're trying to promote uh, maybe a few kids playing multiple sports, uh, which we can all yep. agree is is is. I think good for development and growth for everything. And you can, there are elements of that that can translate over to different sports. So they, they kind of throw you in there. And I think that leaves you guys shorthanded at times. Uh, And then the last thing I'll ask you on this coach is um, how do you, because I I saw the surveys that were sent out um, and what the overwhelming, and this is back to the shot clock, but overall just getting your voice out there as a head coach. So when I see the survey results that they send out, like 80% of the coaches in 6A want a shot clock. Um, 75 and 5A want it. Almost the exact same in 4A and then 68% and on 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 and on down. Like these are the people that are that are involved in it day to day. That's what you want and yet we're not trying to facilitate from what it seems at the governing body. I I know it's frustrating but do you just keep bringing up your voice and raising your voice over these issues that you feel like that need to be changed? 
Absolutely. I mean, obviously the coaches' voting don't count in rankings or in, in adding the shot clock. So, so I think we just continue to, to bring awareness about it and, and eventually uh, keep bringing it to the doorstep of the people that make the decisions. But, you know, it's one of those deals where we've got to look at this. This betters the game of, of basketball um, for the high school athletes in the state of Oklahoma. You know, we're getting left behind. And the, the crazy thing is we have so many talented, talented players that are going to be going on to play in college. And, you know, they're going to get introduced to the shot clock uh, their first year of college. Um, why can't we do it in high school, man? Why can't we implement a little bit more of the collegiate game at the high school level? Um, why can't we have a playoff system where, where you're not you're not penalized for the way you start, but you're rewarded for the way you finish your season? You know, like I go back to the playoff system. We're being we, we were penalized in the rankings because we had a slow start in the beginning of our year. But you look at us now; we've won nine games in a row, and we had a big win last night at Union. And we've got a big opportunity Friday at Bixby, but we had some unluck. My son, Jalen, had COVID in the flu uh, at Mustang and couldn't play for three games, you know, and it took him a while to get his legs underneath him. And none of that, none of that stuff has a factor in it. They just look at records and they say, oh, you're, you, you lost to this team, you lost to that team, so we think you're here. Um, and, and it's with the shot clock, too. You know, when guys are stall balling and manipulating the game, um, you know, it's just not basketball, man. It's 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 no fun. Um, it, it puts an ugly stigma on on the game. Well, uh, you should have seen it. Uh, maybe I'll send it to you or not. But I saw, I found the official uh, play by play sheet and score sheet from last night's game, and whoever was keeping, oh, yeah, keeping track of it at five thirty, Mark. But the crowd started chanting, "Boring!" <laughs> I'm like, "Awesome! Yeah. Yes, need more <laughs> of that for sure." I, I, whoever that person is, gold star for you for the day for doing that. Hey, man, I appreciate you. I know this was last minute, but I had to get your thoughts. Uh, great to have you on the afternoon. Let's let's do this more often here in the afternoon. That way Dan keeps uh, from hogging you all the yep. time there between 9 and 11. But exactly. uh, best of luck, Coach, and uh, appreciate your time, my man. Thank you, brother. All right, thanks. Have a good day, man. That's you too. That's uh, Brian Montanati joining us here, the uh, head men's basketball coach over at Owasso. Interesting, for sure. Having to start the season when you are seemingly playing some of your most important games in terms of district when you don't have full bodies, and I know everyone is saying, well, that's for everyone. Not everyone has all their players. You're still not doing yourself or the sport itself any type of service. And if this is supposed to be about the development of young people, men and women throughout a sport, you should be doing everything in your power to help accomplish that. And yet these rules and regulations that just don't make a whole lot of sense continue to happen, including the shot clock. And there's a lot of smart people, great coaches out there that want to defend it. And that's fine. They have a right to defend it because it's legal under the current settings. I will just never understand that. Never, ever, ever at all will I understand how a game of keep-away help enhances any type of element of the sport that has gone through significant changes over the past 10 or 15 years. It's not even the same sport, but yet we continue to want to act like that it is. Things trickle from the top down, and there's a giant wall right now between particular levels of the sport. It's wild to me because I went and I covered the Kawita uh, Sky took Girl. Sorry. Kawita won. It's okay. So, yeah, you'd celebrate. But 
I, I say year out, and I couldn't even name one player. <laughs> I, I don't think anyone held the ball up in that no, game at all. It doesn't happen all the time. Let's stress yeah. that. It no, yeah, doesn't no, happen all the time. But it should never happen. Like, you could tell that it, it should Sky never happen. Wanted to control the ball a little bit more just that, because Kuwait is that good at control scoring. clock it into games on stuff like that. Yeah. But dude, to just pass the ball around. No. Yeah. But they didn't no. back down from the challenge. All right, it's 144 here on the Blitz 1170. We do need to take a timeout. Dr. Christopher Crane will join us next from Tulsa Bone and Joint. Tulsa Bone and Joint. What's Boyne? Tulsa Bone and Joint here on the Blitz 1170. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.